This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. So how's the life of a retired international criminal? I need your help, Dom. Last week, a team of highly coordinated drivers took down a military convoy. This most recent job graduated them to a whole new level. You're gonna help me catch the team responsible. Why is that how This was taken a week ago. He's messing with your head. Lady's dead, Dom. I need to know for sure. Then I'm going with you. Equipment's way better than that trash in Rio. Way better. So now we work for the Hulk? Things changed. Breathe with me! Our target's Owen Shaw, former major in the SAS Spec Ops soldier. You help us get Letty, we'll get you, Shaw. But we need full pardons all the way around. And cars. Make sure they're fast. We talk of vehicular warfare. I've never seen this before. You believe in ghosts? You don't turn your back on family, even when they do. You really think you've won? This code you live by is about family. It's the very reason you weren't even in the game. Damn. Breathe with me. Breathe. Somebody do something. I gotta take all my ass.
episode of Newcomers. It's me, it's John Gabris. Hi. Hey, 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 Lapkus is taking care of some business at home. TCB, uh, <laughs> baby. Not baby, but just TCB. No, just TCB, baby, maybe. Uh, okay, we watched Fast and Furious 6. Gotta say, the the names of these movies, they're getting harder and harder. Uh, <laughs> because I bought all of them. So they're like out of order in my iTunes or it's just, it's difficult. Anyway, okay. <laughs> this is the sixth episode of our fourth season. We're watching all the Fast and Furious movies, 10 episodes. We're going to cover all nine movies plus Hobbs and Shaw. I was very confused during this one because I am introduced to Shaw that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, Fast and Furious 6 is available for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Voodoo. Guess what? There's fucking spoilers. This came out in 2013. We're in 2021. We're in the fucking future. Okay. Uh, before I give my thoughts, let's just introduce our guest. Hell yeah. Gabrus, do you want to do it? Sure. I know this guy rather well. We talk about movies together for over four hours a week for the last five years <laughs> from the Dumbbells podcast. He co-hosts with uh, Eugene Cordero right here on HeadGum and the Action Boys podcast, which he co-hosts with me and our mutual friend and work acquaintance, Ben Rogers. <laughs> it's work acquaintance. Ryan Rhino Stanger. Boop, boop, boop. What up? What up? Treat to be here, guys. Thank you so here. much for doing this. Stanger, can course. I ask you a question? Yeah. What is your relationship to the Fast and Furious movies? Um, well, I mean, I'm trying to think of, I've been listening to some of your guys' episode, and what, what would mine be that's unique to previous guests? I would say my kind of hot-ish take is that I really like the first three the most. Yeah, okay. okay, that yes. is a hot, <laughs> yeah. steaming take. It is, and I'm with you guys in the sense that something special happened with five, mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's the sum total of the four previous ones in that um, it's kind of like they figured out what was great about all of them and then just put it into five. And then we got that. And it was really, I, I rewatched that one in preparation for what we're going to cover six. Um, and so I was like, oh man, this you is did this, extra. I, I did extra. It. I did a lot of homework on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched five hours worth of movies. <laughs> yeah. Homework. homework. Dream yeah. come homework. Yeah. It was a nightmare. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it. What? So Five, I feel like really soared because it's kind of like their Ocean's Eleven, you know, like they're mm -hmm. like, oh, like, let's lean into this heist concept. And um, and they're still kind of underdogs in it. And it, to me, as they progress and as the stars and egos get bigger, as the cast gets older, <laughs> I hate to be an ageist. I just start to like them less. And like when you go when you go back and you watch the first one, they're all beautiful and young uh -huh. and kind of scrappy and um and it's it's kind of a youth movie, you know, and it's like, "Oh, I I I want to hang with these people and do some street racing. I'm interested in that." And then you just get further and further and further and further <laughs> away from that. And then it's like they'll just dangle, you know, the original fast heads like myself a little bit. Like, oh, they'll just kind of do a playful race that's unrelated to anything. Just so there's your fucking race. Now, back to hand-to-hand -to -hand combat or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, well, you just this is what I like about six. It's exactly what you said there. They did five was their Ocean's Eleven. Six mm -hmm. is their like uh Justice League meets the anti-Justice no. League. I think six is their expendables, and yeah, which is why. Is, yeah. <laughs> 
kind of. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, six brings back more car driving, not racing, yes. but because the elite mobile unit, <laughs> anything yeah. that they're facing off Shaw and his crew. But I also think this one features the best hand-to-hand of all the movies. And it has a lo- an abundance of hand-to-hand. A lot of hand-to-hand. Also, this movie starts off by saying, if you haven't seen the first five, no worries. We got yeah. you covered. The, credits the intro to it. this is like a TV show. We will show you clips out of order from every movie before this. Uh, I couldn't believe it. But that's also what reminded me. I was like, oh, look at them. They're so cute. Like all of them were like cute and young. And I, I just feel like the stakes were higher back then, oddly, even though there was a lot less going on. Like it's much more grounded. And yes. that first one is a fucking, I like that it's kind of a point break ripoff, you know? It is with cars and it's with kind cars. of an indie. It I is. I love the first one. <laughs> Me too. I, the I'm first you, one Byer. was a great on a rewatch. You also just see why Vin and Paul mm-hmm. can carry a They're $200 electric. million dollar movie. Because in, in five and six, it's so fun that they're just both back in the same movie. It like just yep. makes it so strong to me. <laughs> They are. You do kind of feel sad for everybody, too, because this is their weird gilded cage in that they all got shots to kind of go on and do something. These these were like huge movies. They all deservedly so they're they're stars in their own right. But they all just kind of keep having coming back to mama like they got they got like I'm going to do my own shitty movies. And then like, I better get back for another fast six. And I know where my bread is buttered because Diesel kind of had he's a fascinating character in the sense that he had this crazy auspicious rise with uh, multifacial. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ooh, I love it. So I was riveted by him as a you know, watching these movies and growing up as a kid, like multifacial, saving private Ryan, fast and the furious pitch black. And then he did it. He left them. He started his own franchise with triple X was mm-hmm. a hit. Then he triple did. X is like fast and the furious, totally. except without, no, I guess there's a team in that too. Yeah. There and is. there's they- fake deaths. Remove cars a... and add kayaks or whatever. Oh, there yeah. was one where a motorcycle turned into a jet ski, and I said, "Wow, Vin Diesel, what won't you do?" It's kind of how what do you f- never know what we're talking about in Fast and the Furious? But you're doing these deep pulls from Triple X. It's crazy to me, Meyer. It's ultimately what Fast became, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but so then he does his it's comedy. Bond. They become yeah. Bond movies, uh-huh. more or less. Yeah. He does his family comedy with The Pacifier, another <laughs> huge hit. And then he does Find Me Guilty with Sidney Lumet. And that was like, he was like well-reviewed. So I'm like, dude, you got it. Now it's like, whatever you want to do. You want to be like a Tom Cruise or something? And like, he just couldn't, like, he's just, I don't know if he knows what's good about him, but I guess he does because he's so fucking he popular. Does. And the answer oh, is Dominic knows. fucking Toretto. I mean, what's good for oh, him. he's so good as Dom. I got to say, my favorite part of this movie was Letty thanking the woman who was fucking him while she was oh. baked dead. And then Dom being like, you know, you can stay here. And she's like, I have my own family and it's the police. And I was like, wait, Dom, were you inviting this woman to like join your couple as a thruple? And she was just like, no, thanks. It was wild. Here's what's crazy about it, too. It That all that worked for me. I was like, yeah, that's like that's well handled across the board. I was like, I respected the the lady from Priscilla. 
letting him yeah. go and like, hey, I would Brazil. do the same. Brazil! Brazil! <laughs> I respected Letty. I thought Don kind of handled it well. It's like, look, all my fucking cards are on the table. I'm fucking everybody. I could fuck both <laughs> you guys. You want to take off and you he know, masturbate to your dead sure. husband? That's he really did. <laughs> I get it. You want Brian to fuck you? Look, whatever, you know, we're all, you know, yeah. I gotta say, Brian's baby seemed like dumb like it didn't know where it was the whole time it kept looking around and i was like you're on a movie set baby like yeah. why don't you get it you're 100 percent right get that hat off the kid yeah right we don't need the hat in every frame it's like they had the baby for 20 minutes he's gonna wear a hat the whole time or we don't play ball i heard that there was beef between the baby and vin diesel and vin diesel's like i don't want this baby's bald head i'm the only yeah, bald, I'm guy the bald on. one in these movies he yeah, was making a huge stance you know maybe that's his real issue with the rock he was like i really don't like another baldy also the rock was less sweaty in this one than the other one so i feel like makeup got little fans for him or something because he's like not <laughs> dripping wet in every scene no i think they had to like like they were like the oil is kind of crazy <laughs> I, I, mean, I guarantee I like tyrese F calling it out yeah oh and then what about him saying tyrese has a big forehead and clearly that's an improvised line because ludicrous narfs fucking soda in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome <laughs> he's like Wait now, is it true that when right before Bangarang gets on stage, you gather everyone around and say, "Let's do what we do best, uh, yeah, improvise." You, you guessed it. You've guessed it at shows. You know, both you guys. Have. Let's do what we do best. Yeah. Improvise. It's like improvise. the answer is drive. You fucking idiot. That is it what is. you do best. You it suck is. at improv. If if the improvisation required no cars, you guys would all be jammed up. <laughs> That's why you're involved in this whole movies because you can fucking drive. <laughs> That's the premise for six is that you guys are driving. <clears throat> uh, I oh, oh so oh go ahead some some oh, no I was gonna do the Toretto Gazetto. Oh let's I want to do hear. it. Okay, Vin Diesel. This made me wet. Teases a Dom Toretto spinoff. Of course. <laughs> In an interview with Vulture, Vin Diesel teased the possibility of a spinoff centered around Dom or the rest of the Toretto family, hmm. which makes me so excited. I will say that there's nothing that's off the table, he told Vulture in a Q&A. I think the Toretto storyline is what we've uh, wanted to do and can always exist in the future. It's not something that's completely off the table. When asked if uh, the spinoff would be a prequel since audience have met young Dom. We've met young Dom. Oh, yeah, Fast you said nine. a nine. Diesel <laughs> clearly responded, I will say there's nothing that is off the table. My favorite thing is the only quote in this is there's nothing off the table. We've yeah. learned nothing. And also, like, oh, the lead actor and executive producer is like, look, I'm down to do whatever movies society wants me to do. Is is news on this show where it's like also, Vin Diesel willing to work. <laughs> also, the main star and character in all of the movies except three and two and three, I guess, is like, mm -hmm. hey, the next one's going to be a spinoff all about Toretto. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's what, been kind yeah. of about Toretto. What was six, seven, eight, nine? It's like, <laughs> I, I dig it, though. I hope it's some kind of fake biopic, like, um, where they just invent, like, a whole story and just have him all the way through his life. I and hope all it's shit. about him and Letty's son, and he's an old man makeup, the whole, like, the Irishman. <laughs> I he's walking that. around talking yes. to old Dom, and he's like, yeah, we, we used to drive cars that weren't electric. You know, that weren't electric. Like that. We used to not have to plug them in. 
I would watch that in a heartbeat. And and what's next for the series? Time travel? I mean, that's the only thing. It's not. I off mean, the, nothing's off not, the table. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I mean that is the only heightening from space, right? Is like, <laughs> wait, they go to space? Spoilers! <laughs> in the ninth <laughs> one, they go to space. Oh, we'll, well I know get in there. Hobbs and Shaw, they they fight a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, there's a mutant. There's like a legit mutant kind and of. And I fully, I remember watching Hobbs and Shaw being like, huh. That seems wild. I'll go with it. I, <laughs> yeah. I accept this. This is fine. You just kind of have to. I, I love The Rock. Um, You know, his goatee was kind of stupid in five, so it's tighter in this one. Like He's like, all right, <laughs> I'm getting rid of the length in this one. And I'm with you guys in the sense that um, I don't think that he fits in these movies. I love what he did for five, mm-hmm. but I, th- I feel like Vin Diesel is bringing it more. I feel like Vin Diesel's a better actor. Um, I, I, I got to I- say- for the for like the the level and energy of these movies, the vibe of these movies, The Rock doesn't fit at all. His no. his screen time in six is the amount he should be in a movie like this. Like, yes, uh, like he I, he's a, five. He's great. He like kicks it up a notch. And then I love how little he's used in six. But we just don't need him at all. His shit, yeah. his shit bored me in six. Like I was like, I don't care. But like he's like too. He's too fucking built. Like his outfit is stupid. I'm like, change your fucking outfit one time. Yeah, it's you like wear your vest else, over your shit and all. Yeah, get black. It. <laughs> you got to fast, fast and furious him. Like give him the fucking boots and an inexplicable jacket. Everybody's no, always wearing jackets. He's got to show the Under Armour <laughs> sign because I think he had an Under Armour deal for sure. Uh, of course. You think there was a Corona deal or an Under Armour deal or any kind of car <laughs> deals in these? <laughs> and give us a little foreplay on his arms. They just are out with his arms from the beginning. They it's are like, tease just us a out. little bit. Get get you got to build to that. Then he's got to fucking pull the shirt off, and then we can like showcase the arms. But it's like, man, his arms are. I'm like bored with his arms by the end, and I shouldn't be. It's a lot of work goes into those arms. I gotta say, Mia. I didn't oh, like I'm so, she, uh, what? I'm so sorry. I just want a correction. I'm thinking his the amount of time he's in seven, which I also watched because we're recording that later today. The amount of time he's in seven is the right amount. He's in six way too much. He's in this Including too much. like leaping out of planes into Jeeps at 335 <laughs> pounds of muscle I, where you would just blow your ACLs clean <laughs> off your body. I loved how much there was jumping from vehicle to vehicle yeah. and Vin Diesel. They make him seem, no. I mean, they want you to think he's like, very light and can fly through the air, but I'm like, this man is a potato. Like yeah. he is thick, he is heavy. I do not buy it. But you know who's not a potato? Mia. She's a little. She's kind of thin in this one. She's it's, scary thin in this. It's like, too much. I don't want to shame, but she's like, like she's supposed to be nine months pregnant, and like, yeah, we got we got like sharp jawline showing or something. Yeah, I was very. I was like, wow, for a woman who just had a baby, she really pushed it out, and that baby sucked her soul out. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. When Vin soars through the air to catch uh, Letty and land on the car, I I, I showed Tiffany that clip and Tiffany goes, you know, it's crazy, but watching it i think it works like the fit she, and i was like you know what you're right in this movie these physics make total sense she's like they yeah do. he like aimed he lined it up right it's like and it's, oh. and that's the rules they live by in this movie in these movies and that's what i like it so much where it's like yeah he can soar across the span of a bridge <laughs> catch and and neither 
neither of them get hurt? Nobody <laughs> got hurt. And Letty was like, how did you know a car would be there to break our fall? And he was like, I didn't. And she was like, okay. Let's unpack that too. How did you know a car would be there to break our fall? Yeah, it's like a car doesn't break your fall. It yeah. hurts just as much as concrete. Have a, a fucking mattress truck crash. Why not? What the hell? <laughs> With a bunch of mattresses just bunch like of- spilling out. And the yeah. driver's like, oh, no. <laughs> I would like that. Real quick, we have to take a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And uh, we back. Okay, so this was written by Chris Morgan. I feel like he's written more. more yeah, he's written he wrote, a bunch of these. I think he wrote yeah. the first one. Yeah, He kind of yeah. came on when they started when, with Lynn, maybe, or something. Mm-hmm, because Justin Lynn also directed this. This re- was released May 24th, 2013. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching this, but I got to say, I was really confused as to who Shaw was the whole time. Because you've seen Hobbs and Shaw, but yeah. not, not any of these other movies. Yeah, which and I is was like, really Hobbs funny. and Shaw is, or, or Shaw is Jason Statham, but then in this movie, he's a younger, handsome man who I thought was in uh, the, A Star is Born, but that's not the same Englishman. It's a different Englishman. Uh, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> this who, is, is Luke, who is this Shaw? Luke Evans is this Shaw. And he, it, I think about him a lot because he's really good in this movie. I I, I enjoy him in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, but then his brother, who's never seen until the end, is the guy who gets the spinoff and like all the other franchises. Like Statham gets to come back a bunch. But Shaw is just, so, I, well, spoilers, but Shaw is like, you know, he's gone after this and it's upsetting. It's upsetting. Oh, he's gone after this? But he was like the main fucking bad guy. Oh, he comes back, but no one who's ever bad is truly bad to the bone. No one who's truly good is always good. Not in the Fast Furious franchise. Well, I liked when <laughs> Riley, that like mean looking lady who fights uh, Letty mm. when they fall down the stairs or whatever at the end, when he's like, come on. She's like, I'd be glad to. And I was like, hey, <laughs> wow, wow. We get it. You're bad. You're really telegraphing this lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a terror. I love females fighting especially two tough broads like michelle rodriguez and gina carano but that the entire while, while we're talking about this the entire subway fight scene the, the fight between the two of them and the fight where the one uh, bad guy takes on han and roman and smokes mm-hmm. them the entire time and that then roman's like is, we can't talk about this and i was like that's funny yeah. <laughs> he's really funny in this one he, he's he, and this is the beginning of his uh, sort of runner that he's the meta guy and he yeah. like he gets to do the meta move. He's like big guy, handsome dude, uh, like this. They're us. Look, they got their own Toretto. They got their own. Uh, me, uh, yeah. they got their own Letty. And it was like that's such a funny move to have that sequence mm-hmm. in the movie where it's like we know they're doing it, and then they just add that to the fucking movie. It made me laugh. Oh, this Gina Carino lady. She's an MA. What an MMA yeah, fighter? She, she's got a bad MMA politics. fighter. Bad Current politics. turf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she got canceled, right? Because she likes Trump or something. Kind of. I mean, she that got all... canceled. Go, oh, go ahead. Sorry, you go. Staying. Well, no, no, all... no. I just was like jerking off to her last night, so I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so she, people like her a lot, and she's been in some big franchise stuff and was in The Mandalorian, and um. And there was a lot of people that um, liked doing cosplay as her character. And then she was unwilling to uh, to put her pronouns out. And then she kind of like dug in on that. And other people were saying, just say what your pronouns are. Or don't say anything. And then she kept going harder and harder. And then I think when all that happened, then she kind of leaned in and was embraced by the right. And then eventually, you know, had some weird mask and vaccine stuff. And then Disney ultimately fucking fired her. And now she's doing a movie with Ben Shapiro or something. Here's what Wikipedia says. 
So when she put her preferred gender pronouns on her Twitter profile, she put beep bop boop and people got mad at her, which is understandably so. Wow. What a wild woman. And then here's the thing that drives me the most crazy. Everyone's like, it's bullshit that politics got her fired. And it's like, if she said nothing, she'd still be in the Mandalorian. Yes. But she had to say trans women aren't true women or whatever the fucking stupid turf jk rowling angle is that she was after and it's like all you have to do is say nothing say and you're nothing. a millionaire and you get yeah. your she was destined to get a spin-off on the disney oh Plus. yeah they, uh, yeah they loved her it's it's kind of sad i mean i can say this as like a cis white male you know who <laughs> wasn't offended but you know she's not attacking me but I, I i feel i do feel bad because i feel like the wrong side embraced her and I don't mm. know the dark There's, side. Yeah, she's got a <laughs> the dark. She's got that a weird... works because of the uh, Star Wars. The dark. Thank you. Side. Good. You you watch those movies and you're an one. expert now. I hear. Uh huh. I understand the dark side. Yes. Uh, there's something like sexy and vulnerable about her. And, you know, obviously she can't really act because they don't have her say anything in this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> but her hand to hand stuff looks great. It does look good. Oh, yeah. she also she claimed voter fraud. Oh, she's doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah it's that classic just... cycle of like, oh, I have this one light belief that's kind of right wing and mm-hmm. it's bad. And then all of a sudden it's like, fuck it. I'm going full hog. You know, let's you know, let's be absolute monster. Stop Ooh, the steal. She also Wikipedia has it all. She also posted uh, on Instagram, she compared hating someone for their political views to the persecution of Jews during the Holocaust. Oh, God. So, wow, you know, a lot of- I guess she really was just She's like, bad. I'm going to go hard in a direction that maybe is not good. How did maybe, I get fired? Maybe, maybe we, no one should talk about the Holocaust if, if you're not Jewish. Just like, just yeah, shut the yeah. fuck up. Don't compare anything to it. Yeah. I, Gabriel, I think you're on to something. Like, just da, don't da, bring da, it up. Like, that might someone- be good. <laughs> I, I I think she got a shitty death. I think she gets a shitty death in this movie, though. Uh, I I I wanted Michelle Rodriguez to like beat her in the fight. Same, but- yeah. She just gets like hit with a thing and then flies off. The Rock throws her a grapple. Like, there's uh-huh. a few moments in this movie where The Rock does like a small setup to saving someone's life mm-hmm. rather than just saving their life. Like, <laughs> he could have shot Gina Carano with the thing and saved Letty for sure, but instead he's like, hey, heads up, and throws it to Letty, who then shoots it. He takes his time rescuing Dom, who's getting his fucking ass handed to him by Klaus. He's he kind sure of like moseys does. up and he's like, I'm here, brother. And it's like, you could have just hit this guy from behind or shot him and we would win. <laughs> he's trying to get his like rock stuff in this movie. And but they're also paying off um, the other cast. So it's all feels kind of like jammed in there. It's like, hell yeah, seven bucks is involved, my man. We got to have a rock moment. I get why Vin Diesel was just like, no, dude, just fucking <laughs> just speed up. I do think, though, that there is issues with Vin showing up on time and stuff and I he think- always shows up right on time he's like santa claus he's gonna be there like clockwork uh, oh you mean in production i he's mean like behind the scenes like- oh, oh i think I he's making people wait and then i think rock is like i'm prepared i'm in perfect shape this should be my goddamn franchise <laughs> and they're like dude it's just for whatever reason there's a magic that diesel brings to it and so let him fucking dance in his trailer and then show up whenever he shows up <laughs> I have some clips for you guys I want to show you. Um, uh, how how much do you think the fight uh, off camera between the two of them was ver- Corona versus Terramana placement in the Fast Friends? <laughs> 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 gotta be Corona. Hey, it's gotta be Terramana. Cheat meal day. <laughs> I 
I think that like um I heard a, this guy Brian Koppelman who has an annoying podcast. He created the show Billions, <laughs> and he's he's kind of annoying. I like but his he's, podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's he's cool. He's done some good. He did like the he, he did great um, interviews. Yeah, he did the Rounders movie, which was good, and he did Knock Around Guys, and that was like he had all this success from Rounders, and then he got to do this movie called Knock Around Guys, which is all these sons of mobsters, and it's got. Like Scott Kahn, I think, and Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel. Uh, mm-hmm. Giovanni Ribisi. Right. And so Vin Diesel on set, they're this is their first directing movie. And they're like, this guy's fucking our movie up. Like, I don't get what he's doing. It doesn't work. He's screwing us up. We're fucked. And so there it's this big acrimonious fight. They're battling. And then they ultimately start cutting the movie. And he was like, holy shit. He's the best fucking part of this movie. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Whatever he was doing, and I want him to expound on that more because I want to know what it was or what he saw. But he's like, look, this guy just fucking has something. Like, I don't know what I thought on the day it wasn't gonna work. And Interesting. I'm sure I'm sure The Rock is thinking that too. Like, I'm in perfect shape, my man. I was up at 3 a.m. I'm here early. The crew loves me. Tacos for everybody. It's Wednesday. <laughs> and like, you know, Diesel Taco doing, Wednesday. Yeah. Diesel's doing whatever be, he's doing. Vin Diesel gives you levels that maybe you you don't think you need. Yeah. But he's very good at grounding shit. Yeah. He's super melodramatic. It I I, yes. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but he has extreme like football player taking the musical production super seriously. Uh-huh. Like that's his energy on these movies. And I I think and you in Fast Nine there's like legit abstract tone poem sequence featuring Vin <laughs> Diesel, which I think we'll get to. I would love to unpack that, but he brings like theater kid energy to these mm-hmm. movies that are super macho. But then it's like love is all that matters. Salute me, familia, and it's like he brings this kind of compassion that you don't expect from Dom Toretto, uh-huh. and he leans into it so hard that it's corny, but then it goes full circle in uh-huh. my book, corny to genuine. And it hits me in a way. Like, I feel so strongly towards Brian and O'Connor in these movies. <laughs> yeah. Because Vin because Diesel Vin makes me feel that him. way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Dom loves Brian. I yes. love Paul Walker. When we, t- when we talk about Seven, I'm going to be fucking crying, and it's all Vin's fault. Vin's got me so attached to this motherfucker. I'm watching his other movies. I watch Takers. I'm watching <laughs> random Paul Walker shit because Vin Diesel's got me so passionate about him. Into the blue. Um, I want to show you guys. I know we're going like way long. Can I show you guys something? Yes. Of course. Oh, so, so you did is, more prep work than anyone. Please. Yeah, truly. Show us something. So this is like in in the world of like um loving Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm fascinated by his online presence and like what he do- <laughs> what he does for his fans and how his fans kind of support him. So this is like this isn't great. I'll just play this one for a second. This isn't great for the um for the audio medium, but this is Vin dancing to Beyonce in his house. Um, <laughs> I want you guys to see this and I want to hear your take on it. Oh. <laughs> Wearing a wife eater tank top, of course. He doesn't own anything else. (laughs) Oh, these are the longest shorts I've ever seen. (laughs) This wasn't a stolen video. He posted this. He posted this. (laughs) He's barely dancing. Ooh, he's really feeling himself. He started out as a dancer, right? 
<laughs> he was a great dancer, I think, early on in his career. As I mean, can't man. you tell? Those shorts are comically long. They're Meyer. so long. This is wild because he's not. Do- <laughs> oh no! I'd like to this draw. This is like your- a surveillance video. Yes, yeah. I'd like to draw your attention to the microphone and amp in the background. Well, because he loves is- karaoke. It's funny you mentioned karaoke because I have something else I want to show you. You got too. Rihanna. <laughs> stay. Do you want to hear "Stay with Me" by Sam Smith or "Stay by Rihanna"? Stay by Rihanna. It's a classic. Okay. <laughs> this is for somebody's birthday, I think. He's got some birthday shoutouts at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is for, unbeknownst to me, my birthday. All <laughs> along. <laughs> uh. He's perfect. <laughs> it's funny he's that you so can't emotional. get the karaoke version. <laughs> yeah, he's got to sing like, along to Like I think you read. can afford it. This is where he. This is where his baritone comes in. I do not hate it. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> He's kind of good. Yeah, I know. I like it. You know, you just want to sing with him. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like he's like in a corner of his house and someone is like shooting this for real. Like there's two cameras. <laughs> and those eyes are closed. Oh, he's feeling himself. Want you to stay. Listen to the high pitch here. <laughs> I'd like to see The Rock try this shit. Yeah. All right, we're good. Man. He's perfect. I love him so much. He can do no wrong. He had the great outfit. He had on the classic like dress shirt, no tie, uh-huh. suit jacket, and like and shredded jeans. diesel jeans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Christian Albinger or whatever the fuck his name is. He's oh the man behind uh, Von Dutch. V- no, what am I thinking of? Ed Hardy. Oh, Ed Hardy. Yeah, that's the that's the better one. That's I fucking I love Ed Hardy. I was wearing an Ed Hardy shirt and I had my my mullet wig on. I was walking my dog and this man. Got so excited, he gave me a thumbs up, and I was like, I don't don't know if that's good or bad. Okay, let's get into this plot summary. So, at the beginning of this movie, everybody's living peacefully around the world. Um, uh, Roman has a fucking jet with women in it. Going to Macau. Macau, (laughs) yeah. Which is so crazy. It's so funny. And they give one of these ladies, the voucher joke was funny. They gave one of the ladies a line and she like fucked it up. I can't remember what she said, but I was like, this, you did bad. (laughs) You did really bad. We're going to gamble? (laughs) (laughs) For your sad card, you got to do it. Come on. Ooh, it was so bad. And then Brian and Mia have their baby Jack. 
uh, Giselle and Han are together and they're thinking about <laughs> putting roots down in Tokyo. Still. He's in that Tokyo. It is so fucking funny <laughs> that they just throw these casually in the movies where they're like, yeah, we're going to go to Tokyo. And then later he's like, I have to go to Tokyo. Just a like, reminder, Tokyo <laughs> has not happened yet. If you remember the third movie, been, we haven't done that It was that mentioned yet. three times in this movie. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it made me laugh so hard uh, because- the least amount of people have seen Tokyo Drift. Yeah. So it's like you're overcompensating for who? Nobody watched it. It's the least successful of all of them, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't this movie also feature ties to Braga? Yeah. And, uh, it, and we, we see Braga. We see Braga, and then we see Shea Wiggum again. Yeah. And he breaks his nose against the wall again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said, again? Yeah, I, I, the movie does it. They're like, just in case this isn't enough of an Easter egg, <laughs> this was an Easter egg. And like, thumbs up to the camera. Um, so, okay, Hobbs comes with uh, that pretty lady, and they got to investigate the destruction of a Russian military convoy led by Owen Shaw. And let me tell you, I didn't really understand this this setup. They were just like, we got to get Shaw. And I was like, why do you got to get Shaw? I was like, why is there military stuff? It was very confusing. I, okay, I'd like to take to place. I like to place these movies in their series. This is the the last one. They rob uh, a Brazil, corrupt uh, Brazil. Yes. This is the first one where they're working with the government for the good, like with the government. Okay. This is the first of three to se uh, seven question mark movies that feature an insane piece of technology that will change. <laughs> like literally by the ninth movie, it's like if they get both halves, they'll be able to burn the world down. It's like, everything is like uh, the God's eye is in seven. Like they cre keep creating these bigger and bigger like apps that mm. will take the world. Over. Rabbit's foots, MacGuffins. <laughs> yeah. I, this is where they lose me too. Cause I don't like them as good guys. Like I don't me like them. Either. I like the government. them bad. I liked Hobbs chasing them yeah. and the bad guy. I liked have like two bad guys chasing them. Uh, but Hobbs is like, you're going to beg me to take this mission because he shows him that picture of Letty, who's like magically still alive. Turns out she wasn't shot. He shot the car. She flew from the explosion and tumbled down a hill, ended up in the hospital. And then the man who tried to kill her visited her at the hospital and was like, you don't remember nothing? Perfect. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Very I flimsy. And it's also <laughs> what inextricably ties him to Toretto and gives it's his weakness. And he's the precision guy. Like, why yeah. on earth would he have somebody that has fucking amnesia on his team? He's <laughs> know, obsessed with precision. <laughs> I know. He has like nine elite. Uh, yeah. British soldiers on his squad, and, and then, then a dizzy bitch who can't remember who's got a <laughs> <laughs> The power of Michelle Rodriguez, but I she can't smell or taste. You're in charge of eliminating our biggest threat, <laughs> Dominique Toretto. I don't yeah. know about the behind the scenes on this, but I feel like she wanted out of the franchise, mm -hmm. gets killed off, and then the franchise starts popping off again for They're sure. Like, they tag that thing at five where Eva Mendez from two is now working with The Rock, gives, mm -hmm. uh, gives the picture. Michelle Rodriguez is alive. Do you picture a writer's room full of like millionaire uh, people all sitting in a circle going, okay, here's the original shot of us killing Letty. How can we change? <laughs> and then you remember that Letty, 
the Letty killing was visualized by Dom yes, by Toretto. Vin Diesel. He so it's not how, real, right? So he it could be wrong, and it's like, oh my god, they <laughs> they unlocked it. It's like the it's like. It's like winning a fight with your spouse, oh, but in the dumbest way uh-huh. possible. You're like, actually, you did say I could drive the car, and it's like, oh, <laughs> fine. And I, <laughs> I think that's a stroke of genius on the part of Justin Lin. I think he might have foresaw like some mm-hmm. this kind of playing out in this way because it's like they may have had footage of her, you know, meeting her end, but the fact that it's nebulous and then they kind of pay that off mm-hmm. is cool. You don't know why Laz Alonzo, like, does he have a weak moment when they show the flashback? He's going to blow her head off, but then he just is like, I can't fucking shoot her directly, but I can shoot her indirect. Is that his plan? He's not trying to keep her alive. No, no. I think that's like, a, maybe I shouldn't shoot a woman who's like crawling with her head mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Like, I but don't he have was a real baddie though, you know? He's so bad in the movie. He's very no bad. Sense. It doesn't make any sense why he doesn't shoot her point blank. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in this movie why a lot of the good guys don't just shoot bad guys. Point. Like, even The Rock is eventually like, you are like legally allowed to shoot some of these criminals. Just nah. shoot them. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Like, I got to get inside that plane and start fist fighting them. It's like, just Shook, fucking shoot at them. I hate to be the American screaming, use guns, <laughs> but he's the head of like Homeland Security. You whatever. hate to be. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, you love being the American. You're wearing a literal bandana on your head. But so a they literal, find... <laughs> it's a blue bandana. It yeah, for America. America. You probably wear some red on the bottom. I'm so with they find Shaw's hideout, but it's a decoy. And then he's like performing some other heist. And then he's got cars that flip other cars. I was like, wait, what? How is this a thing? What is this used for other than like racing in the street and flipping cars? Right. Well, that's that's the beauty of this uh, series is that they're just like, well, can we just create another crew of people who are good with cars? It's like, well, we got to give them weird cars. They're like, All right. Yeah, we got it. We'll figure that <laughs> well, out. And it's also we'll like, like Formula One racers meet spatulas that they can just like flip yes, cars over there. Yes, it was head. a car spatula. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of ramps and things that are portable. So putting those together, I was like, portable ramps? You got Stanger. <laughs> oh, boy. I wanted to say just quick sidebar, too. I, I asked my wife, like, I would, I'm doing this Fast and the Furious um podcast what do you think what comes to mind with fast and the furious and all she said was megan fox um which i thought was really funny <laughs> and i was like nope not in any of them not transformers not, even close. not yeah. yet not yet to be yeah. fair yeah, she might she, she might ends be up in becoming, uh, 10 10 and 10 and a half yeah. if she come, if she ends up being like an international superstar in any capacity vin will roll her into the franchise <laughs> in a heartbeat <laughs> he is not above it we see everyone and then i, I asked my 10 year old son fast and the furious what comes to mind and he's like no interest like zero interest could not he, he for him it's like he likes um he wants to see free guy really bad and scary movies so like conjuring oh. like that kind of shit but fast and the furious but one of my clients that i train she has this really attractive family friend who's maybe like 20 years old from long island super yeah. hot crazy <laughs> crazy accent one time i asked her what she's doing for spring break and she's like i'm going to bahamas and I was like, Bahamas? What is Bahamas? <laughs> she was saying Bahamas. But, uh, Bahamas. Yeah. She was making fun of her brother-in-law, her sister's husband, because he watches a lot of Disney+. Plus. And I was like, she's like, put it this way. He watches a lot of Disney+. Plus. And I said, well, what about you? What are you into? And she's like, the Fast Saga. And so I was like, yeah. oh. 
she's pretty cool and sexy, and she's all about the fast saga. So there, I mean, there obviously is a huge demo because they're immensely successful. But there are some dumpy older successful. men who are very into the franchise as well. People love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I'm I'm here for it. It's fun. So okay, we learn that Letty has fucking amnesia. Dom challenges Letty <laughs> to a street race to help her remember. This was and sexy. Then- I loved it him was sexy. pulling up and just not challenging her, just like, hey, let's uh, let's race, you know, and just kind of like. It, it, it's, he's got a good look. He gives her a great look uh-huh. and an even better look when he wins. Yeah. And like, then he like goes backwards or whatever. And Letty's like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was just a perfect line read. I couldn't believe it. And then she fucking. Wait, is this when she shoots him? No, uh, that no. happens earlier. Oh, that's later. Oh, that's earlier. Yeah, that's early. He he. She catches him in the shoulder, and then he late like then he then he knows it's like her face to face, and then oh, later yes, he yes, challenges. Yes, yes, yes. They have to get the cars first before he can race. Um, oh right. yeah, and getting the cars was wild because they that got it from great. that man who like racially profiled them, and then they made him take off all his clothes. I, I like it. shit like this. If you're making a diverse movie, put a white racist in it and yes. fucking shame the fuck out of him. I and ludicrous, and you know Ludacris is a billionaire because they just did a huge heist one movie ago. Mm-hmm. So you're like, this is so funny. <laughs> like, and also Ludacris, yes, not white. Dude looks wealthy AF. He does look rich. He's got good skin. He dresses well. Yes. He like he looks. Yeah, he looks like money. Yeah, he does not look like he works anywhere. He doesn't look like he works. He's beige, baby. This guy's take on the uh, the wealthy white racist was great too. Like he's just really. But and my I'm, shirt wouldn't fit. Yeah, and they're like, we don't care. Tee hee hee, and the pants. Rock's got, got a great moment with boxers. the with the wink too. You know, now the mm-hmm. pants and winks. At <laughs> great. I, <laughs> um. Okay. So then there's like a Spanish NATO base that's Shaw's next target, and I'm like, fucking why? Why military bases? And then everyone at the Spanish NATO base speaks English. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, so then, and, uh, also, doesn't uh, doesn't The Rock say like we are headed to España or is it yep. Vindy, like one of them says? And you're like, guys, it's the just Rock. Shoot the fucking movie. We're headed to España. Okay. Um, so then Shaw's crew steals a computer chip from a military convoy to complete his device. Shaw and Letty commandeer a tank and destroy cars in its path. And then let's talk, let's talk to the tank uh, set piece because that's a yes. big set piece in the movie. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. So it's on a dual like bridge, mm-hmm. and uh, the guys are driving. Uh, the uh, the fast crew are driving old cars because they need cars without computers because they have those <laughs> hockey right. pucks. What are that? A hockey puck? They have hockey pucks <laughs> that shut down your computer. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shut fry, down the computer and- fry your car. So they got to go old school. It's like Italian job. They're all driving yeah. like weird old minis and shit like that. And it looks cool. And then the bad guys are driving a fucking tank that's a working. A whole ass tank. It's being transported loaded with ammunition somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's not how you transport a tank. And then and it shoots out the fucking. D- 
to be fair to them, Gabriel, so you're going to save time and space if you just load it. You're going yeah, right. to transport the bullets separate. Just put them in the tank. <laughs> Load the tank. Yeah. Also, this is a great shot of like Letty is now a comms expert on things. She's like, Everyone, she's like, like fucking with they, the dials they and shit. stop <laughs> explaining how people know how to do stuff in this movie. Like the last movie, they were like, I had a life before this. Yeah, yeah. But now they're just like, whatever. Who gives a shit? She knows how to do all this shit. Um, so they're like shooting or no, so the tank runs over Roman's car. Roman climbs out of his car. He jumps onto Brian's car, and he's like, woohoo, yeah, I did it. I'm not dead. And then they were like, Letty, get on top of the tank and figure out how to cut this car loose. And Letty's like, yup, that's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so then, for whatever reason, like the car flips the tank, Letty shoots out into the sky. Dom sees it. Dom well, jumps Bri up. Brian, Brian drives the He makes car. it an anchor. Yes, 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 yes. That's like another layer to this fucking thing where it's like, <laughs> we gotta bump this over the side. Brian, make it an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank, good call. Yeah. <laughs> Truly so wild. It's insane that in the moment, they're like, we know exactly what we need to do to stop a full-fledged tank. And they do it. It's it looks great. It, it looks cool. It's the tank very crushing fun. cars. They do a good job in, in this sequence too of like, not a bunch of innocent people are dying. Don't worry. Keep showing them running away yeah. from their cars. Honestly, and stuff. they did not tell the extras what to do. Or yes. they did not speak the same language as the extras because there was times where like someone was like looking around, being like, Well, where is it coming from? Is yeah, it behind right. us or in front of us? And then they like just kind of start walk running. As if you you're couldn't right. hear a tank crunching through cars firing. Oh, you're so right. It's. I think this movie suffers a little bit too from, I mean, and this is just what, what has to happen in making the logical progression is that they can't set them all in like the, you know, in Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro like, or the Dominican Republic. or And so London is not as visually interesting to me. It like really it's too isn't. dark. So when they get to Madrid, it's better because it's mm -hmm. more brightly colored. And also they're delivering on more action and spectacle, but it makes the stuff go on for too long. So you just mm. get a little numb. Whereas I feel like five, they threaded the needle really well. And this one, every chase and fight is always about 20% too long. And this one clocks in over two hours. And it's just like, oh man, yeah, it's just- it's long. You know, by the time we get to that plane thing at night, it's just like, <laughs> you're like, all right, I, you know, I guess. Yeah, and you're like, it's been a long 48 hours mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's a lot of action that these guys, and Vin Diesel's healed from his bullet. Like, everyone healed. is healed. He is absolutely, he takes the bullet out himself. Right. He never goes to the hospital. He doesn't need it. Well, because it's so important to figure out where the gun came from when the guy just says, I don't know where she is. They're like, we yeah. got the bullet. We find the guy. The guy's like, I don't know. And that's the end of that. So, like, All right. so fucking Hobbs takes Shaw, but then brings Shaw to the crew to reveal that Mia has been kidnapped by Shaw's henchmen. And in this sequence, we see her give the baby away to Elena, to, to Elena but then they're both fine. So it's like, why did you give the baby? What What is happening? I don't know. Yeah, just run away. What does she see that makes yeah. her run back to the house? It's nuts. So then Hobbs is forced to release Shaw. And I was like, this couldn't have been a phone call? Why did you bring Shaw all the way to them to be like, hey, he got something to tell you? <laughs> Uh, to have that, to have that fucking huge neck breaking turn where it goes, honey, you coming with? 
Oh, thought yeah. you never, I thought you would never ask. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for popping in, Gina. Yeah. Her one line in the whole movie is just kind of like, oh, she talks and yeah, she's yeah. bad. All right. She fucked it up. Yeah. So then Letty stays with Dom. Uh, and then, okay, so now Shaw's group's boarding this fucking airplane. Yeah, the spruce goose. <laughs> this is wild. So Dom, Letty, and Brian chase after them, board the plane. Uh, Brian That's not a plane. That's a planet. One of like Tyrese's three <laughs> yep. per movie. And That's I was not like, blank. Oh boy. It's blank. Yeah. That's, yeah. That was bad. I was like, this one was bad. This one could have been edited out. Um, but that this, was written too. All the stuff he improvises is gold. Just let him go. Just let him rip. Yeah, let him go. Fucking shitty joke in there, Chris Morgan. So <laughs> this whole sequence was a little confusing to me. I was like, okay, so they think shooting these things into the wings of the plane is going to anchor this plane down. This is a very big plane and these are little cars. So this is the thing that drives me crazy about this sequence. You're right. Why do they think that? More importantly, why does each car have that technology in it when they didn't know a plane was coming because they're surprised by it. So they all just were like, look, we stole these grappling hooks from those guys, so we might as well each have one with a NOS tank hooked up to it. And they were like, yeah, we should put one in each car while we drive out there. Like, they're packing the car to go on this chase or whatever. It's and, and more importantly, how is this nighttime airplane battle going to top the tank thing in Madrid? Right. It's yeah. like so similar. You had your end. They are very, very similar. And the one was, the tank one was better. It's well lit. Fucking mm -hmm. Dom saves Letty fucking dramatically. But in this, you have Wonder Woman sacrificing oh, herself to save Han. That's true. Uh, you have the plane <laughs> crashing uh, as Dom drives a car out of the exploding plane You're right. You're and then right. <laughs> lands behind the plane and then walks through the flames unscathed. Not, not even limping. Credit where no, credit is due, nothing. Nicole. You're right. The plane jizzes Vin out like as, as a huge cum blast shooting out the first sperm Yo, is Vin Diesel in his muscle car. I got car. that plane to bust the nut. <laughs> uh, watching this movie knowing Han dies in three and then you watch his girlfriend die it's and you're like rough. oh this poor fucking guy this is too much I texted you I was like this is too much for Han I cannot believe this they He's give gonna, her a good death he, I gotta give her that I like I like uh, but I was death. like is she dead I said that to you because I was like, I haven't finished it yet. But I was like, she dies in a way where she goes into this like abyss. She could be rolling around in a field somewhere, you know, spinning around into Wonder Woman, does those movies, comes back and she's Giselle again. Hey, I, I, I tell you what, man, she does a couple of more of those Imagine videos and, you know, has a one or two that don't do that well. She's coming back as Giselle. I'm not going to lie. She might. I, I would not put it past the fucking franchise. Just for, to pay her and bring her yeah, back. Yeah, truly. Like truly because that would be like such fan service i mean she's in flashbacks in later movies too so she gets like an extra paycheck but uh -huh. i do i do believe we never saw her dead and that's something that comes up in like and whatever i would like studio to see writers. her and han together because i i grew Me to too. really like this relationship same i'm saying i love i love, I love know, han i know you guys like him too and he's maybe one of my favorites of the whole series Han's great yeah han is incredible it's so wild that like his small part in Tokyo Drift blossomed into this like 
he's great. Like I, I would not want to watch these movies without him, which is funny because I did. I watched one in seven. He's not in seven. <laughs> yeah, and the guy, they don't ever give him enough to do, in my opinion, but the, the actor is so enigmatic, and uh, he brings Ooh, that's something. that's an SAT word. What's that? Enigmatic? Enigmatic. Enigmatic. He brings he's something. He's an enigma. Yeah, mm. he brings something special that you, you know, he's got like a full life, and he's always kind of like watching and thinking, and you're always like, mm -hmm. what's what's on his he, mind? He excels in the if he's in a scene with just him or w with one other person not everyone else in this movie can handle like mm -hmm. holding the camera by themselves <laughs> yeah. but Sung Kang can totally like he's something he's fully enriched in this character and I think Justin Lin and him are old buddies yeah like, they did, they did Justin better Lin's, off tomorrow yeah that his first kind of big hit they were they, he put him in that and they were they were great together that's a cool movie too yeah what's it called better off tomorrow it was like the first MTV film I remember when it came out. And oh. like he maybe done a short or something before that, and that kind of got him in the conversation. And then he started doing big movies um, and really found himself with Fast and Furious because he did Tokyo Drift and then he did like Annapolis and some other kind of like um, chintzy, big budget action. All You know, Neil Moritz produces all these movies and all his stuff has a cheap pastiche to me you know which i guess <laughs> kind of works for these but like he's he did stealth and movies like that where you're like oh yeah i guess i can kind of see that this is you know it's marketing minded you know i just think it's so wild that he did tokyo drift and they were like all right you can do more because tokyo drift was not good yeah it didn't it didn't make money but i guess he just sold them on his vision because you know too Fast, Too Furious was a hit. Like, it made good money. Wait, was that a Justin Lin one? No, that was Singleton. Oh, yeah. I like Too Fast, Too Furious, but it did. It was very music video for me. And it I was very, love it. It just deviated from the first one. I love it. I think it's why Five was so good. Because there's yeah, obviously Roman and, there, and Luda, and mm -hmm. there's elements of that one that they brought into Five, which makes Five the best in the series, in my opinion. They also, I wanted to talk to you guys as we're running out of time. That um, they they don't ever soar to the the levels of horniness that one and two did. They're one no. and two are real male gazy, horny, mm -hmm. sexy, and they try to do that in all the other ones, but they all feel like a like a Fanta commercial or yeah. It's always like uh, the, you know, the like, sex. The sexuality in this movie is always twenty five seconds of butt cheeks uh, mm -hmm. and dancer b roll before a street race. Like, yeah, it's, yes. always it's like the Ricky Martin it. she bangs video or something. Like the way it's they're lit or they're like a a Sony, like a a Sony. I don't know, whatever a phone is, it's not an iPhone, like one of their commercials, like where they show like a rooftop party or something, you know, and you're like, this is, yeah. this, this is the sexiest thing you can show, you know? And it's just so funny how frequently there are huge parties filled with un underdressed women dancing and men sitting around drinking. It's like, how many of these exist in every country? Because these guys find them all. And how yep. are they not sexy somehow? I don't know. What, it's, still, it's too <laughs> sterile or something. I don't it know what it is. It is very sterile. Also, the way Letty sits in Dom's lap is sterile. He like, yeah. doesn't know what to do with his hands. And I'm like, this is the woman you've been with. She doesn't remember you. She said it feels like home, uh, yeah. but like you, you can touch her. Like I think she's allowing you to touch her in a yeah. way that you used to. Go back so, to one when you guys fucked in the garage together. That was so hot. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I love that scene. They're all greasy and dirty, and it's yeah. darkly lit. Ah! 
Yeah, as these movies get bigger and that they're looking to just make money overseas, they're like, remove yeah. sexuality, <laughs> add fucking bigger explosions, add stuff mm-hmm. that you don't need to speak English to enjoy. Just like like just big spectacles and it'll just sell globally and, and crush it. And it's it's a bummer because those little hardcore like not hardcore sex but like the little relationships that are in there like the dom and brian the dom and letty the uh giselle and han like those are what make the roman and brian like these are what make these movies strong is these like little romantic and i think when it's actual romance like intimacy romance i I, they gotta show more they gotta show Mm -hmm. letty passionately kissing uh yeah (laughs) i want it I want it. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so she's still dealing with amnesia in seven. Spoiler alert: she's still struggling with her amnesia in the next. Wait, movie. she yeah. is. <laughs> yes, but it's it gets resolved in the best way, and I'm look forward to talking about that with you <laughs> in a couple hours. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Hobbs d- agrees to pardon them. Dom, he's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "1327," <laughs> and that's the old house in L.A. And they're back there. They're having a barbecue, and. uh, Paul Walker, Brian is just like to his baby. He's like, the air quality's bad, the traffic's bad, but you have your own garage. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Okay, cool. <laughs> Legal weed. <laughs> and the kids and then, like a, dress like a monk again or something. He's got like some weird gown on and the I fucking mean, beans. It's <laughs> weird. It's think, very weird. I think they could not get a human child on set like legally or something, and they had to like dress up a bag of ferrets <laughs> as a baby or something because it's like it doesn't make a lot of sense why the kid is in so many shots and looks so unusual. A bag of ferrets. Just keep honey on your finger. They'll go after the honey. Good, good, good. Um, I missed this, but there's a mid-credit scene where Han is involved in a car chase and is suddenly hit by an oncoming car. So I assume this is Tokyo Drift. So yeah, uh, I could talk us through this because it's pretty okay. crazy. The end mid credit sequence in this movie is a full on sequence from Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. like where they drift through the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Remember that from three, and it ends. And remember Han dies and like his car flips. Mm-hmm. In, in this mid credit sequence, it's the car flips. And Jason Statham is the guy who drove and crashed into him. He gets out. He's Shaw's brother, calls Dominic Toretto and says, Toretto, it's me, Shaw's brother, and I just killed someone. And then he throws his cross onto Han, onto the thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then we see Vin Diesel show up, which we saw at the end of Tokyo Drift, when he goes, and he knows Han. Then we see them over on the side talking, and he's like, Han had this, and it's the necklace, and it's like. Uh, this is so shoehorned in, but it really pushes the whole movie forward and inspires why you want why Statham's the bad guy in seven. It's tough to buy Statham drifting in Tokyo against a bunch of kids, though. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, the, the yeah, way that's that- the thing you have to remember: Han is hanging out with high school. Kids, he's young. He's, and he's babies. a full-grown adult. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's lived five lives, according to the <laughs> franchise. He's like 41. He should be like 40-something, hanging out with 16-year-olds in Tokyo. I'm here Tokyo, in Tokyo drift. drifting nine-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Toretto, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, real so. quick, we have to take another break. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, we're back. Real quick, this uh, this film, it won awards. Best Action or Adventure Film at the Saturn Awards. Uh, best On-Screen Duo at the MTV Movie Awards. Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. Um, outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Yeah, I get that because uh, yeah. the stunts are fucking wild. They are. There should be Oscars for stunts. I think we've screamed it on this podcast. I before. truly think there should. They're incredible. Yeah. And like all Oscars that shit for stunts is like and practical. Casting. Like that's cool. Yeah. It is. I I have two quick thoughts. I want to leave you guys before we okay. have to wrap this up. Because it's, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell. I got a Fast and the Furious insider story, um, and it 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 works. When do when do we lose uh, Paul Walker? Seven for seven. Seven. seven okay, yeah. so it dovetails in nicely to your next episode. He um so he unfortunately wasn't able to finish the movie, and it was a big story that Universal cast his twin brother and maybe his other brother to kind of fill out mm-hmm. the role for him. It's nice. It's what they should have done. I had a friend of mine that worked with or that knows the actor double that they hired because the reality of it is it'd be great if it was his brother with whatever he's doing in his life to come out there and finish but it's a lot of heavy lifting because he has to be on screen with the actors and act the part and they need to emote and have moments together so Mm -hmm. they cast an actual actor that fit paul walker's dimensions and so this guy has also done other shows i won't say his name because i don't think universal did but this guy has done other shows and movies. He's got an okay career, but he came on this movie. He did a really great job. He finished this thing and he said it was so fucking surreal because they had stopped down on the movie and then started back up. And he said, I was ostensibly the A-team. I was there with the leads of the movie. 
I got treated the exact same way they did. I had moments. They would, you know, for to use my body as like a composite or whatever. They would, I would have close-ups. I acted with everybody. I had my trailer. I did first-class travel, international. I'm, I'm babied and protected. I'm there with Vin Diesel, all of them. And he said, then the movie ends. I completely walk away from it. I'm not in it. It's not me up there at all. Damn. I get no credit. And it's the last time I'll ever have that experience. So he said it was very fucking surreal to be yeah, like, that must be insane. You are the yeah. fucking star of this, but then yeah. really like, you're but then you're not. not. Yeah. How yeah. wild shit, dude. That's like uh Dan Lippard in son of Zorn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Real deep cut. But yes. <laughs> and then my second thing I wanted to ask you guys what for a while during the tram ride at Universal, they had this weird thing with Fast and the Furious cars where they would just kind of bounce around on hydraulics. Like you saw Jaws, you saw this, you saw Kong, and then you saw these Fast and the Furious cars. And it was when the franchise was in not in the best shape that it's in now. And I thought, is Universal leaving something on the table by not doing a Radiator Springs for Fast and the Furious? You know, the cars ride at Disneyland. Yeah. Why you know. not do that for Fast and the Furious at Universal Studios? It's crazy that there's not even like the, the shitty Transformers uh, all spark, like just a, like one of those video based rides. Like you could do a Fast and the Furious one so quickly. I thought of it when I, it was the tunnel part in Fast and Furious where they're zipping through the tunnel. Ooh, and it's really yeah. like, whoa, it'd be so cool if they did something on a track, obviously, to be the coolest. But I'm with you, Gabrus. Like, how are they not? This is a billion dollars. It's pretty much all they got, you know, as far. <laughs> Yeah, it's their biggest thing. The, the dark universe ain't panning out no. for them. It's just the fast saga that's working out right now. Yeah. I feel like this that movie, would dr drive revenue to the parks big time. Real quick, this movie, the budget was $160 million. And it made seven hundred and eighty-nine million. One hundred and sixty mil is a huge investment, and then they just fucking blow the doors. I off. mean, how wild! <laughs> yeah, god damn, uh, that's so crazy. That's here's so some much fucking trivia. Yeah. So Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, improvised the "You better hide that big ass forehead." Uh, so the reaction of Ludacris spinning out his drink is real. Uh, the tank chase originally planned was to be created via CGI, but then Justin Lin was like, "It has to be done practically." Practically, yes. uh, with some post-production enhancements, the tank ran over approximately 250 cars during filming. <laughs> oh, wow. awesome. In I mean, scene there's like 150 on camera. I'm yes. assuming some of them got, but there's some a of them got ton of cars being crushed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the scene in London, when Domin uh, is racing Letty, there's a small boy who's watching the race from a classic London double-decker red street bus. The same kid is shown watching Dom and Brian as they pull in, uh, pull in the safe in the previous movie, Fast Five. The young boy is Justin Lin's son. Oh, and I'll it. tell you something. Didn't clock this kid at all. Me either. I have no idea what this trivia is about. <laughs> <laughs> I love he got the kid. That's cute, though. That's, I mean, this is in like. A, in the two hour and 40 minute movie featuring over one million explosions, you missed the, <laughs> the cutaway shot of a child on a bus. I missed <laughs> yeah. that little kid. Tee hee hee. Understandably, baby. Uh, Singer, do you have anything that you want to plug? Uh, just, uh, you know, I got a headgum podcast dumbbells with, uh, the wonderful Eugene Cordero. People should check that out. And then action boys with Gabrus. It's a lot more of this type of shit. Just us screaming, <laughs> screaming about movie shit. And then, you know, having inane theories and all that kind of shit. I love it. 
I, I highly recommend Action Boys. Dumbbells is great, but I highly recommend the one that gets <laughs> me paid as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back literally in a, I mean, truly this will come out next week, but we're recording this in a couple hours. Furious <laughs> 7, baby. Um, and if you want us to read uh, your review, you can write us a review and we'll We'll read it in the rate and review. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Not my name. LOL is what this person wrote for their name. Fast and totally furious. So the one thing I completely tell my friends uh, that talk about this movie series is it's a total male soap opera from dead people coming back to life to cars, to drug lords, to more cars. Now we're going to space A total male soap opera. Keep up the laughs. Thank you very much. Night. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> uh, Lan- uh, oh, Ian. Ian776 said, good pod. Good pod. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ian. You know, so as long you. as it's five stars, you can write whatever dumb shit you <laughs> want in there. Ian. Super appreciated, bud. Raise a regular Mark Twain with that. <laughs> Humorous. Brevity is the soul of wit. All right, that's it. I gotta go watch Furious 7. Oh. Let's do what we do best and improvise. improvise. <laughs> a HeadGum original.